you know, when your children grow up, knowing that you love each other, knowing that you're committed to each other, knowing that you're that you're going to be with each other, and there's no doubt about that for their whole lives, it makes an enormous amount of difference in their lives. And if you if uh, you know a child of divorce, you know that the havoc that is wreaked. Or a, or a child of even a bad marriage. And, you know, my wife and I, I think we can both say we were the children of bad marriages. And we're still, at 67, dealing with the consequences of having our parents both have bad marriages. Okay, who else is affected? Who else is blessed by having a good marriage? You're, ble you're blessing yourself by having a good marriage. And, uh, you know, it is so important that we realize this. You know, the Bible specifically says this in Ephesians 5.18. It says, in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. When you have a good marriage, you're blessing yourself. It is, I can tell you by experience, it is so much easier to prevent a problem in your marriage than it is to solve a problem in your marriage. You know, once the sin gets, it's like, comes out, it's like uh, toothpaste. It's just so much easier if it never gets out of the tube, you know, just leave it in the tube. Once it's out of the tube, it's so hard to collect it all back up and try to get it go back in the tube. So, now, of course, I'm not suggesting that we can live, have sinless marriages, but it, it is worthwhile to invest in your relationship and have a good, solid, um, ha happy relationship than to uh, try to deal with the mess that a bad relationship causes. Um, so, you know, typically it's, it's so easy in marriage to be all wrapped up in I'm not getting what I need instead of all wrapped up in I want to make this marriage as good as it can be. And that's an important shift. In uh, one of our favorite movies that we've watched many times called Family Man with Nicolas Cage. How many of you have ever seen Family Man? Well, you really ought to see it. You really ought to see it. But anyway, um, at one point, his wife, or sort of wife, if you know the story. Um, I mean, they're really married, but it's sort of a dream. It's sort of not real. But anyway, his wife, um, they're having a conflict, and he wants to move, and she doesn't want to move. And, uh, and she says, eventually she says, look, I don't care where we live. I just want to be together as a family. So I choose us. And I think that's a great line. I choose us. 
I don't choose me. I don't even necessarily choose you. I choose us. I'm going to invest in the success of this relationship, and the success of this marriage. Now, I do want to give you a warning. Another one of these lectures, there is a time to say no. There is a time to um, even work against your spouse. You know, there are extreme times, but, but, and not cooperate. And there's a time to choose disunity. But, generally, it's, that's not the path to choose, obviously. Okay, how many of you could run a marathon right now? Raise your hand if you feel like you could run a marathon. I don't mean this morning in the way you're dressed right now with the weather the way it is. I just mean at this time in your life, if you needed to, you could run a marathon. Well, I didn't see too many hands. But you know, almost all of us, if, if, if someone came to us and said, one year from today, if you haven't run a marathon before then, I'm going to kidnap and kill one of your children. I can tell you that we'd figure out how to get ready to run a marathon. And, you know, we all, almost all have capacity to run a marathon, but it takes effort and it takes training and it takes work. And that's the same thing with marriage. It's, we, you know, there are people who invest in running. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But there are only a few things you can invest that kind of thing, uh, attention and energy into. And marriage is one that no one who ever invested into a wonderful marriage regretted doing it. Let me just uh, go into... Now some people obviously don't know how to invest in their relationship, in a marriage. And I don't think when I got married, I really knew what I was doing in terms of trying to make a marriage work. So we can talk about that. But one thing I can say is, I don't know, there's a lot of things I don't know how to do. I, and I can figure out how to do it. That is, I can watch a YouTube video or read a book or talk to somebody who knows or go have someone show me how to do it. So just saying I don't know how to do this there's no excuse for staying there. There's lots of resources and tools available to help us to learn how to work relationships. So, um, now, um, one more thing about why we should prioritize our marriage in terms of cultivating it. Jesus, over and over again, told us to love. He said, love your neighbor. Love your neighbor. He told whole parables about this. And then, those of us who have been given a spouse, he says, all the neighbors that you have in the whole world, this one I want you to love more than any of the others. 
This is your first neighbor. So, um, you know, just a matter of obedience. Jesus says, I have a new commandment. We're going to talk about this next week. I have a new commandment that you love one another. So now it's not just random neighbors, anybody around us, but I want you to have a special love for your Christian brothers and sisters. But for those who have been given a Christian spouse, of all those Christian brothers and sisters out there, Jesus says, this is the one I want you to love more than any of the others. More than any of your other brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the Christian that I want you to love. So all of Jesus, uh, you can't satisfy all of Jesus' commands about love just by loving your spouse, for sure. But even, but you can love your neighbors on your street, you can love your work associates well, you can love the church people well. If you don't love your spouse, then you're not loving the first one that God has said to love. You know, um, Jesus talked about how bad it is and how he feels when we uh, cause his little ones to stumble. He says it would be better if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were cast into the sea than that you cause one of these little ones to sin. And that's, I think, three times in the Gospels. That one was from Luke 17.2. So, you know, think about the love, think about how God feels about your spouse. This, is, this tells you what, they, what he feels. You must not cause this little one that God has given you as your spouse to, to stumble, to sin. You know, it's almost, uh, it almost gives us an idea that, that underneath the surface, there's, there's a, this rumbling uh, vengeance that's ready to f flash out when, when someone abuses his precious little child. You know, in, uh, you walk by street, you walk down the street and you see a sign, beware of the dog. Well, Beware of the God. Turn the letters around. Beware of the God. When it comes to messing with his little ones, beware of the God. If you are loved by one, if you are married to one of the little ones of Christ, remember that he loves them and that he's very serious about that love. Remember that he loves them so much that he died for them on the cross. So it's, it's not something that, that we should take lightly to sin against our spouse, to fail to love our spouse. Even though, yes, we're sinners and we're, we're sinning all the time and we're going to be, we're going to fail. Of course, but 
Don't ever forget that that's a serious sin in the eyes of the Lord when we fail to love the one that Jesus so dearly loved and the one that Jesus has given to us and told us to love. Okay, so today I'm going to split us into couples. Um, and so, uh, and I have some questions here that you can talk about. And I have three questions, and you can you can pick, just alternate, but pick pick one question to answer of the three, and then the other person can pick one of the three to answer, and then go back and forth. And if you run out of questions, then you've gone very fast. Yes, I do. I do want to tell people what the questions are because the uh, live streamer. So, the first question is: Did anything strike you this morning as something you need to pay close attention to? Second question is: Do you have anything to ask forgiveness for from the other? And the third one is: What can you do to try? to cultivate your marriage. Obviously, there's a typo there. What can you do to try to cultivate your marriage? And then, if you have, uh, you know, when... This clock is about two minutes fast, so we have about 15 minutes right now. And uh, if you can, close in prayer, that would be great. But go ahead and take your time now. You can find somewhere other than here to do this so that you have some privacy.